Hello, this is Patrick Ball. How are you on this fine day? Welcome to On The Fly, a podcast about whatever comes to mind, really. In this episode, The Christmas Star. Last night, December 21st, 2020, many of you may have stepped outside about 5.30 p.m., looked to the southwest, expecting to see what was called the Christmas star. Why? Well, the media, of course. Let's explore that story just a little. It comes from a well-known tale in the Gospel of Matthew. Three wise men followed the star of Bethlehem to Jerusalem some 2,000 years ago. And after consulting with King Herod of Judea, the men found newborn baby Jesus in the little town of Bethlehem. Whether such an event really happened in history is difficult to prove. But if it did, what was the star of Bethlehem? This is a question scholars have long pondered, not just from a religious or historical perspective, but from a scientific one too. Plenty of theories have been proposed, from an astronomical event to an astrological horoscope. But thanks to modern astronomy, scientists are getting closer to an answer. If what is in the New Testament is a historical account of something, then that historical account requires an explanation, says David Weintraub, professor of physics and astronomy at Vanderbilt University in Tennessee. As an astronomer, you want an astronomical explanation. What people witnessed was a conjunction. When two or more celestial bodies appear to meet in the night sky from our location on Earth, these events can continue every night in a similar location for days or weeks. If the wise men were to follow the moment of conjunction, it's possible they would have been led in a specific direction. According to Space.com, astronomer Michael Molnar suggested that the conjunction theory might be correct. In his book, The Star of Bethlehem, Rutgers University Press, 1999, if the star was a result of a conjunction, and this historical event did really happen, then there are a number of different alignments that could be the culprit. Perhaps the most promising and the one favored by Matthews is an alignment of Jupiter, Saturn, the Moon, and the Sun in the constellation Aries on April 17th, 6 B.C., This conjunction fits with the story for a few reasons. First, this conjunction happened in the early morning hours, which aligns with the gospel's description of the star of Bethlehem as a rising morning star. The wise men also lost sight of the star before seeing it come to rest in a place where baby Jesus lay in the stable. This could have been the result of the retrograde motion of Jupiter, which means that it appears to change direction in the night sky as Earth's orbit overtakes it. 
Normally, planets move eastward if you're following them in the sky, Matthew said. But when they go through retrograde motion, they turn around and go in the direction that the stars rise and set at night, westward. Two other conjunctions around a similar time also look promising. One is the meeting of Jupiter, Venus, and the star Regulus in the constellation of Leo on June 17, 2 BC. Without the aid of a telescope, the two planets would appear as a single star, brighter than Venus and Jupiter individually. Yet another conjunction occurred in 6 BC between Jupiter, Saturn, and Mars in the constellation of Pisces, but neither of these latter two conjunctions match the description in the New Testament as closely as the conjunction that occurred on April 17th, 6 BC. Whatever you believe, we witnessed a rare celestial event that captured the world's imagination and for a brief moment allowed us to look past the pandemic and marvel at the night sky. From our house to yours, may the spirit of the holidays be with you throughout the new year. This is Patrick Ball. Thanks for listening. See you in the next episode.